Hello, and welcome back to another episode of God's Lemonade Stand. I'm Sarah Painter, and I'm here with Susan Johnson from church. Susan's an active member of our church, and I'm honored to be here to welcome you in today. So Susan's going to be talking to us a little bit about the incredible gift of motherhood. So with that, Susan, I'll hand it over to you. Thank you. It's so good to be here and talk about something that is so, so dear to my heart, because being a mother is such an incredible gift that God has given us. And sometimes it doesn't always turn out exactly how we've planned. And But if we just follow along with God's plan, um, it's it just works out. So I mm. want to talk to you about my experience as a mother when, when it was an incredibly rocky journey. I had my first child two weeks before my 20th birthday. Um, my husband was a brand new college student, and we were very excited about our first child, as all young parents are. And then once Jake was born, within the first few hours of his birth, it became obvious that Jake was blind. Mm -hmm. um, and that was probably the most, I thought, the most tragic thing that could ever happen in our lives. Um, but it didn't change anything about how we felt about this incredible, beautiful baby. He looked so perfect. And in my heart, he was perfect, even though everyone else was pretty hysterical about having a blind child. Mm. And we took him home and began to sing to him and rock him and surround him in sound as it, you would with any blind child. And although uh, this um, journey was going on, I thought there was something else wrong, something I was missing. His development wasn't right. Even everything I read about a blind child, he didn't really respond. Mm. And by the time he was six months old, he was diagnosed as also being profoundly deaf. Mm. And although I was heartbroken and saddened that he would never see a sunrise, that he would never see my face, the realization that he was profoundly deaf was the most overwhelming, de devastating thing I could have ever experienced. Um, I, I couldn't believe he was never going to hear music in my mind. Here was this blind child who would learn to play the piano, who would sing all these things that you think about um, and aspire to when you have someone in your family who has the loss of sight. And now all that was completely gone. And I was so torn by how God could do this to this precious child. And could he really ask him to spend the rest of his life with no sight and no hearing? And I couldn't believe that God had given me Helen Keller. I didn't want Helen Keller. I was fine with Stevie Wonder. I was fine with <laughs> a blind child, but I didn't want a deaf blind child. And I would stay up and say, dear Lord, I, I, I'll trade for a Down syndrome child. I don't mind a disabled child, but not. How can you ask this of him? Mm. And little by little, we began to accept that this was Jake's road in life, but it was also my road in life. Wow. And as we were trying to accept that, I just was feeling terrible. I was feeling so tired. I could hardly get out of bed. And I thinking maybe I'm struggling with depression. And my mother insisted that I go see someone. And when I went to the doctor just to see if there was something physically wrong with him, with me, he um, announced to me that I was six months pregnant. Wow. So now my husband is still in his freshman year of college. <laughs> and we are about to have a second child. And I felt so overwhelmed. I, I couldn't even believe it. I couldn't believe 
that how was I going to manage? How was I going to manage working full time, caring for two children? I couldn't, I just couldn't, I couldn't imagine it. I was so anxiety written and angry with the whole situation. So when Jeremiah was born, so now I have an 11 month old and a newborn. And as I look back and I realized very, very soon when Jeremiah was born, what an enormous gift this birth of this second child was. Mm. He was a perfectly healthy baby. He could see, he could hear. He learned everything instantly like all the rest of the babies did, all on the milestones. And there I had this perfectly healthy baby and I had this baby that was struggling. And so whatever the healthy baby's doing a year younger, I had the deaf blind baby do. Mm. So here together, it was the perfect gift that God had given me this perfect little pattern that whatever Jeremiah did, that's what Jake needed to do. And I was so busy with both of them that I couldn't really coddle Jake. I was like, boy, Jake, you got to learn to feed yourself. I mean, come on, let's go <laughs> and pick it up. And, and it became this incredible great gift to have this other child who was laughing and smiling and interacting and encouraging Jake, always dragging Jake around, always just their whole life. And it was if, of course, God knew that I needed that other child. God knew it, even though I couldn't see it. And I was so angry. And so here Jake is not learning language. He's going to school. He's getting kicked out of preschool. He's getting kicked out of blind school. He's getting kicked out of the deaf blind program. He's, wow. he's like an extremely challenging little boy, a little boy with a full head of blonde curly hair and shocking blue eyes that do not work. Mm. And the teachers would just say, you know, I'm not sure he can learn. I, I don't think he can learn. There's, you know, and I would say, oh my goodness, dear Lord, like, help me, please help me. And into my life came this wonderful woman, a 71-year-old woman who had raised a deaf child herself. He was a doctor of entomology at the National Institute of Health. She was a master deaf teacher. Mm. And this road that I was on, Mrs. Stibbick began to walk with me. Mm. And for the next 23 years until she died, she was my guide, my mentor. I was not, I had then turned my back on, on the Lord and was not interested in anything that had to do with his love and care because I felt like I couldn't see it. Mm. And she never gave up on me on that. She would always say, Jake is a gift to you, Susan. Jake has been given to you. This is an opportunity that you have. And I would remember thinking, this does not feel like an opportunity to me. It might look like an opportunity to you, but this feels very hard and very discouraging. So Jake, because he didn't see the days go by, he had trouble, enormous trouble sleeping. And I remember after four or five days in a row of Jake not sleeping, and I was holding him, trying to get him to go to sleep, and he was about five years old, and I was trying to rock him and get him to go to sleep, and I was sobbing, wrestling with God and saying, okay, I ask you to heal him. I mm -hmm. ask you to give him back your, his sight. You said, no, I get that. That's a big ask. It's a big ask. And then I ask you to please let him hear. I mean, how can he not hear or see? Please. I, and, and you said no on that. That's a big ask. I get it. Those are big miracles. 
but I'm asking for a night's sleep. Can you do that for me, Lord? And then Jake was up all night and I was like, okay, you know what? This, if you can't even give me a night's sleep. So I called Mrs. Stibick the next day and I said to her just what I said to you. And she was very quiet on the phone. And she said, Susan, have you ever thought that it might be the wrong prayer? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, well, what would be the right prayer then if that's the wrong prayer? I haven't had sleep in four days. I now have two other children. This is, and she said, the prayer is to just ask for the strength, even when there's no sleep. Mm. And I, when she said that, I thought, oh my goodness, if I could just ask God for the strength. So it took a couple days and I just said to God, okay, this is so rough. I'm not, I don't even know if you're even hearing but I just need to get through this day without being angry, without being tired, without being discouraged. And that night, Jake slept the whole night. And when I woke up, I knew that God had heard the prayer for strength. Mm. And so when I told Mrs. Stibick that, she was just really, she really laughed. And she said, well, I wouldn't count on God doing that every (laughs) night when you ask for strength. But don't be afraid to ask for strength. That's what you need. You need strength. You need courage. And you need to not pretend like this is going to just get better. Mm. So once I started to realize that I really need to, to just thank God for Jake every day, everything started to change. By the time he was six, he didn't have language. And... We ended up writing a language that then was used with other, with other deafblind children. Wow. And I got to change my whole life to be a person who wrote languages and who taught deafblind children. It changed my other children so deeply because they saw what was so important in life. It doesn't really even matter if you don't have a new bicycle or if you don't have the best tennis shoes they could realize the things that matter in life are your vision, to have a family that loves you, to, to be able to hear the birds sing, to be able to hear someone call your name, and to learn to play the piano. And as I saw the positive impact on these other two children, the gift that God gave me with the opportunity of them to learn things they could never learn in college, they could never learn anywhere, Mm -hmm. the gifts that they learned from Jake. And the love that I saw from them to him and the other uh, of his classmates, his other deafblind classmates, was so life-changing also to me. They were never judgmental of him. They were never jealous of him. Mm -hmm. They just accepted him, and they used to call us Team Jake. When the, someone wanted to play on a soccer game, a soccer team, and we went to the first practice, and Jake just couldn't hang out for an hour and a half in the park on a blanket. He couldn't play. And so the next day, we just had to say, you know, Jeremy, we're not going to be able to be on the soccer team because Jake just can't, he just can't do it. And I remember Jeremy being in first grade and just turned around very calmly and said, it's okay. I'm happy to give up soccer. I wouldn't want to give up my eyes and ears. I wouldn't want to be sitting there. Wow. 
And it gave the, the other children in our family this incredible appreciation of what God had given them. Mm. And it began as years went by, I began to see more and more how much a gift he was in our lives, all of us. How he made us laugh with his funny interpretation of the world that he saw so differently. How dependent he was on us. And how at times he was so broken and so distressed, but it didn't dampen our love for him in any way. And I could see how God must feel about us. So broken, so seeing the world in the wrong way, so wanting to fix things, so God, so not wanting us to go down a path that, would, that is not right. His incredible love for us is the exact kind of love that he put in our heart for our children. Mm. He gave me this incredible ability to just love him no matter what, to want the best in him, to be able to give up anything. If it was a night's sleep, if it was my job, no matter what it was, it was easy to do because we loved him so much. So on, when Jake was 33, he said to me one day, um, I'm sick. He signed to me, I'm sick. And I said, you know, what's the matter, buddy? And he just said, I'm sick. And I said, can you tell us where? And he would point down his throat and he would point to his lungs and he said, I'm sick. And then the, ne the next day he didn't have a fever. And the next day we took him to the doctor and the doctor said, I don't really see anything. And so we came home and the next day Jake said, please, please help me. I'm sick. Mm. And then he began to say, hospital doctor, I'm sick. I'm sick. I'm sick. I don't feel well. I'm sick. And so this went on, and we're trying to figure out what is going on. And he was just getting sicker and sicker with no one being able to know what was going on and him not having the ability to say, my breathing feels heavy, or, you know, he would say, my stomach hurts, or my chest hurts. And, and we couldn't put our finger on it. And we're to the doctor, we're to the doctor, we're to the doctor. And he said, listen, I think maybe he's just... Maybe he needs more attention. Maybe I was like, no, he would never say that. He's sick. So finally he said, you just need, I called the office and they said, he just needs to go to the emergency room. I could tell they were like, really <laughs> like thinking that they'd had enough of me calling them. <sighs> and so we went to the emergency room and they decided to do a contrast dye scan on Jake. And as they were sedating him for the dye, um, Jake coded and he never came home and he died. And I was so shocked. We were so shocked and we were at such a loss. And I could not believe that this person who had been so challenging and so difficult and so much a part of our life was gone. And just like that was gone. And I'm so grateful that God has, that I have the knowledge that he's sleeping. And the first thing he will hear, which he's never heard, will be Jesus calling his name. Mm. And I'll see him again. I'll see him as he joins me in the clouds. And for, as Mother's Day, 
I'm so thankful that God gave me the chance to mother that young man. Amen. And I will be forever, ever grateful for that opportunity for what he gave us. He was really our greatest gift in our family. And I cannot wait till Jesus comes and I see those big blue eyes that will work. And so I, I long for that day. And I'm so grateful that I will have the opportunity to see him again and spend eternity with him. Wow. What a story of true tenacity and perseverance of a mom. I think that you just explained to us exactly as you said a parallel to how God is to us as his children. And what a gift that Jake was to you. I can just see it. I can hear it in your voice. And certainly when you get to heaven, Jake is going to tell you also what a gift you were to him. What a beautiful story. So today, this concludes today's episode of God's Lemonade Stand. Thank you, Susan, for joining us and sharing that beautiful testimony. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Yeah. Jesus.